When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 17 minutes after 12 o'clock, huge game for the Wellington Phoenix as they're limping home after some self-inflicted gunshot wounds to the feet uh, in the A-League over the last few weeks. uh, Has them struggling to make the top six. Results went their way last weekend, so just a point is all they need. To talk about that, how do you get over some sort of late-season wobbles? Let's go and catch up with the former Wellington Phoenix. Great. One of my very favourites, over 15,000 minutes on the field in the A-League, 181 games. He started 175, staggeringly scored four more goals than he was sent off. Hello, Ben Sigmund. Hello. How are you, mate? Great That's to really hear your voice again. That's a really good introduction, isn't it? That's a really good introduction. <laughs> you know me, mate. Always here to win friends and influence people. <laughs> you've, been out, you've, been out, you've been out getting some brownie points in the garden this morning, have you? Well, I have, I have, but then now I've lost them because I've, I've seen that I've got all the grass clippings in my legs and it's falling all through the through the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! No, so you weren't, you weren't doing the lawns in, in your jandals like I did last week and then traipsed it all through the house. <laughs> it's me. I you had did, my didn't you? On, I had my gumboots on. Well, you've got to go straight to the hose and wash the gummies off, mate. Come on. That's oh, no, an amateur era. I've had, I know, I've had a bloody rookie era here. I'm actually on I'm <laughs> to get the vacuum cleaner out. <laughs> so what do you do after your lawns? What sport now I do the vacuuming of all the lawns yeah, that exactly. I brought, well, brought I inside the house? I can't relax without having a clean floor either, so I actually have to vacuum and then I can watch sport. Wow. So, OCD, and I don't want to make light of this. I was about to say, is that OCD? Like... It is, definitely, 100%. It is. But anyway, that's all good. Anyway, did you have any sort of traits before a big game? Like the like, like Ruffin Nadal has to have the drink bottle facing the right way, you know? Yeah, oh, there, I always had a few. Like one year I thought I had to drink a coffee just before I went out and played. And then um, another, like my whole career I had to eat um, even lollies. So like I had to eat two, four, six you know, jet planes, I couldn't have one or three. Like, it was just stupid, but that was just how I was. I, I, I'm I sorry, who advised you to start drinking coffee before a game? Well, what what Frenchman with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth that suggested that? I got one just before a game, and we won, right? And so then from that moment, I thought I had to do it for the rest of the season, even though it never really worked, but I just, I just carried that for a season. So, fully yeah. committed, Ben Sigmund. Yeah. Fully committed in everything he does. There you go. There's a shameless plug of your book from a few years ago. Right, let, let's get Very to the good. serious task. How, how alarming has the Slippin' Phoenix's form been over the last five weeks? Yeah, it's, been, it's been really hard to watch because they were... Like, if you go to the start of the season, I remember talking to, you know, friends or whatever and just saying, man, they, they're so hard to beat. You know, like, they, they look like every game they can win... And just gradually, it's just got a little bit less and less of that. And, and now they're kind of, 
they they look like they can be beaten every week rather than you know you flip it back you know four you know three months ago I was just saying how goddamn solid they were and that they could any team they could roll over and it's just it's it's just kind of gone backwards for them really but man they you know they've still got the players they've still got the team and you just don't know come finals if they make them hopefully they can flick it back in and just make them uh, you know for me it would be they've got to be really hard to be beaten and they've kind of lost that at the moment you know the probably copping soft goals and and then all of a sudden, you know, they're copping two or three and it just gets too hard to kind of come back from that. Ben, the one thing that consistently they have done has been a goal-scoring threat. It was only last week where they didn't score a goal for the first time in a game, and that's a really impressive record. So they always look a dangerous side in possession. I, I always worried, even from the outset of the, the start of the season, that there weren't enough clean sheets in them, is how I, you know, my gut was telling me that. But I thought they were a better defensive side than what we've seen over the last five weeks. 17 goals in five games. And some of them are quite comical goals. That The first one last week in Ben, there's about seven or eight Phoenix players inside the area and just two Western Sydney players, and still they conspire to score a goal. I, I, I'm sure it's quite perplexing to the players and coaching, right? You don't, you don't become a bad defensive team overnight, or can you? I don't think they can, and I... And I... I still look at them and they're organised, they know what they're doing, but as you say, they're just, it's the soft, silly goals that they're, they're sort of conceding at the moment. But again, as you say, they, I think it was Melbourne City, they had a great opportunity in that first five, ten minutes to score a goal to go 1-0 up, and again, that changes the game, doesn't it? And then, you know, they went back and then they conceded goals. So, you know, it's just a fine line now, and... and Let's face it, now they've got to actually be putting away those half chances. You know, if they're going to go into playoffs, they've got to put the half chances away as well as, you know, stop those silly little goals. And, you know, I, I still believe in them and I still think they're good enough and they've got the players. I, I was looking at it and I was trying to think about, you know, why this is happening. But you actually look at it possibly when those three players, Sale, um, Lewis, um, and there was one other that sort of came out and said, oh, well, we're leaving. And was it from that moment that that started happening? And I think possibly Uga- that Ugarkovic. Maybe... Yeah. That's it was Ugarkovic was and, the other one. Yeah, and I wonder whether that disrupted them. You know, something silly like that is just kind of throwing, the, you know, the wobbles out. And then, and then Talley sort of came out, you know, three or four weeks later and it came out that he was kind of leaving and, you know, all of a sudden, there's just little things that just maybe are just influencing those little those where they're at. I don't know. It's hard to say. Th- those are the que- those are the questions that the sporting teams get asked when announcements like Ufuk Tale announcing I'm leaving at the end of the season, even though I don't have a job. Um, <laughs> is this going to be a distraction? And we always get told, I mean, no. But you're telling me that inside the dynamics of any any team, that little things like that, actually they're probably a little bit more than little things, aren't they? Can, can actually, not saying it has put them off the rails, but it can really change sort of an environment quite significantly. Well, just the dynamics. And then, you know, does that mean that the players know that they're leaving? Does that mean they, they, they keep their standards as high as possible? Um, you know, is it, does it, do players get annoyed that those players are leaving? On you know, like just little things like that. For me, it didn't because you know you're a professional; it's your job. Um, I just wanted to go out and be the best I possibly could every week, so it didn't affect me. But possibly it could be affecting other players in different ways, and they look at it differently and respond differently. So I think it's it's 
it's different for everyone. But maybe in this case, I look at it and I go, that's possibly when they started getting... I'm not saying the wheels are falling off because I think they're actually still playing good football and they still can score and they're defending well. They look organised, but I just wonder whether that was that moment when we started seeing them sort of slipping slipping with games and then obviously not looking as solid and defensively, I guess, as defensively solid as well. Ufotelo strikes me as a coach who's quite set in his ways. He has a belief on how the game should be played. This is, uh, this is my structure. This is my system. We're going to play it. He's going to carry on doing that tonight, isn't he, against MacArthur? He, he's not going to go to five at the back from the outset, you know, park every bus available to try and fix these defensive frailties. Is that why? Why is it he's likely to hold true to, to what he believes this late in the in the piece? Well, they need to stay true to what they've been playing because it was so successful. But if they're going to make the playoffs, they've actually got to go in. All you know, they want to play this last game as though it's the playoffs and the finals because they've they've got to, It'll give them that confidence to go. Shit, it still does work, and we still can do this, and we are good enough. And then hopefully, when they go into the playoffs, that they're flying again because I just they just need a little bit more confidence and a little bit more. Someone just needs to give it a little bit more spark in terms of a couple of little, you know, individual skills. You know, those things that just Lewis. I don't know. Someone just needs to create. Ollie Sales. You know, he's been making some great saves to keep them in the game. You know, he just needs to keep making those as well. Just those little things. Those uh, we call them one percenters, and I know everyone talks about them all the time, but they're the, they're the things that are going to get you through, that are going to get you through to the playoffs, that are going to then get you to push on in the playoffs. So, you know, those all those players know that they'll need to step up. So, yeah, I'll get you out on this one. You know, a word of advice you'd say to any player on the cusp of, of the playoffs. You know, you, you had some deep runs, you had some disappointments. You know, what advice would you impart to maybe a Phoenix player on, on the eve of a, of a playoff run? Well, it, it could be their last game and it could be their last opportunity to play together with those players. And for me, for me as a player, I was always wanting to do the best for... Here's my cat meowing. Um, he's agreeing. Um, the, in terms of, I, 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 I always wanted to play well. And I, when you're playing for the Wellington Phoenix, it was like playing for my country and it was like I was playing for everyone. And so that's how I got my motivation. So those, all those players need to go, right, well, this could be our last game together. This could be our last game for the year. I don't think it will be. I hope it will. But they've all got to step up and then just, just give it 100%. And a little bit of fully committed, mate, to be honest. Yes, <laughs> there, there we go. Now the shameless plug, magnificent book written by Jason Pine too. Um, Siggy, great to hear your voice. <laughs> what are you up to at the moment? What are you up to at the moment? Oh, just work, just ultra football, still keeping me busy with all the Nike gear flying out the door for the season, which is good. And then just kids and kids, kids, no football for me now, just kids and work. So enjoying that. And then when I can, I'll get out in the boat and do a bit of fishing and diving. I still love that. So, um, yeah, lovely to be out and just not have that pressure of football anymore. That was ultra football, right? Ultra football, mate. That's the one. Ultra football. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got to cram in the shameless plugs, my friend. I think we've got about five done in this little chat alone. You're a superstar, Mr. Sigmund. Oh, Thanks well for dropping by. Always a treat to have you on the show. Go well. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Great Ben Sigmund. Absolute brilliant bloke. Um, fine. Hard on sleeve. Defender, for sure. Very successful time with the Wellington Phoenix. 181 games. 
Seven goals. And, yeah, only three red cards. I was quite surprised by that, Jacob. Yeah, that's that's kind of me I, too. I, I kind of won him over with a backhanded compliment there, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a slap to the face. It was good. It was good. And that's how we roll. So the Wellington Phoenix uh, take on MacArthur. Let's be frank. If you can't get a point against MacArthur, you probably don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Especially if you haven't won your five games before it. Yeah, much to play for tonight. Um, up against MacArthur FC. Uh, as it currently stands, the Phoenix are in sixth position on 32. Three points behind a Sydney FC. And what minus six goal difference. Uh, as Sydney FC are playing Newcastle Jets at the same time tonight. So it seems very unlikely they'll get past um, Sydney and into fifth spot. So it looks like it's sixth at best for the Wellington Phoenix. And guess what they get as their reward, Jacob? What's a that? A trip to Adelaide. Oh! A trip to Adelaide. Yes. Yeah, where they lost 5-1 last time. <laughs> Adelaide. Not a overly happy hunting ground.